0: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Go, oh, I'm going
1: Twelve dude on the fancy and Titty Show here. What's going on? We're going all in, Tiki. Won't you go all in there, Tiki? Go hard, Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, I don't care. I'm going all in. Go. Sky Cave Retreats announced yeah. that Aaron Rodgers, after two nights, not four, has left his Darkness Retreat and will eventually. Did you leave a tip for that, by the way. I mean, do you leave a tip like at <laughs> a hotel? I, I, I guess. I don't know. That's a good question. I know, right? Yeah, true. How do they find it? But the lights can turn on inside. But, anyways, Aaron Rodgers is out. Of his darkness retreat at Sky Cave, a dark retreats. I think that's in Oregon or someplace like that, but whatever. He's out, and eventually he's going to make his decision, and it puts the Jets in this now anxious waiting game moment because they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers, who I have long believed is just going to go back to the Green Bay Packers in the catbird Bird seat for a lot of teams that are waiting on his decision. I, I think he's going to play because there's too much money at stake. I think he's still got things left in the tank, and he's, and he's going to be a really good quarterback. Maybe not the greatness level where he won two MVPs a couple of seasons ago, but he's still going to be really good. I just think the Jets are now getting more and more, and Jet fans more and more anxious for Aaron Rodgers, and it puts them in a position of weakness because they have a guy who came in a week ago or a little less than a week ago who they hit it off with. Talks went well. He looked at the roster, said, This is exactly the kind of place I'd want to be in. But they let him leave without giving him an offer because they're waiting for the great the beyond reproach, Aaron Rodgers to bestow them with the opportunity to trade for him two picks or whatever it's going to be and money, tons of money. I think it's a fool's errand. I think that Aaron Rodgers is, is, without even trying to, Playing the Jets, and the Jets are buying into it, and they're going to get left at the altar with nobody because they're letting the guy that they should go after, Derek Carr, leave without fully giving him an offer.
1: Well, they might be buying into it, but they're not going to get burned by it. They're partially buying into it. You see, it's funny what you perceive to be anxiety, <laughs> I perceive as clarity. Yeah, BT is over. It's is great so clarity Ridiculously here. calm. Over I really? Here. Yeah, I'm getting calmer by the day. Crazy. I know.
2: You were worse like a week ago. I know.
1: I know because I really do think the Jets are playing this well. I don't like you. though i know well listen i mean you got to throw change-ups here once in a while you can't always be full (laughs) throttle and you've got to be true to your emotional you know meter this is how i feel Um, i'm oddly calm i've got a a sense of assurance that the jets will do the right thing because so far the jets have shown no signs of doing the wrong thing all right one you aim for rogers two you pivot the car three you settle for jimmy g oh yeah jimmy g by the way you see this little nugget coming I, out of Tampa Bay? I did not. Well, you, you, I asked that rhetorically, you're the one who actually told me about that. Yes. But I appreciate you playing along for I the try, radio. I tried to play along. I know my bad. I didn't know. <laughs> usually I, sometimes I said you, you sometimes you mess that up when you actually don't you don't mean to. Yeah. And that time you set it up and you, you, you meant to and you messed me up. Uh, Tampa Bay looks like they're going to go with Kyle Trask and not pursue Jimmy G. So no money. They have they no have zero money. money. <laughs> they're screwed. They so. chased it for
2: they chased it a championship with Tom Brady and they, they got, got one, one and it worked out. It all
1: worked out. Yeah. Now they have no money. So okay. any
2: thought. That they might pivot to You know uh, when you talk about the money We have no money (laughs) (laughs) Grew Grew from uh, the Minions you don't
1: remember that? I love the Minions, but I don't remember don't that. Remember I'm that? not quoting the Minions, but <laughs> I do like the Minions. I, I do. By the way, why do why do some Minions have one eye? I don't know. And others have two? I have no idea. I looked that up, and there was nothing really that satisfied my, uh, They're my curiosity. They're mutants.
2: they mutants. Just like the mutant thinking of the Jets waiting for Aaron Rodgers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're fine, because they've got an abundance of options. And here's the other thing, too. And I think this is where it gets a little tricky. You know, everybody keeps saying, well, not everybody, but my partner's among those who mm-hmm. continues to shout, just get give, give Derek Carr a contract. You don't know. Just like I don't know if Aaron Rodgers viewed the Jets as a real option. You don't know that Derek Carr wants to be a Jet. He very well might be playing us for more money. So at the end of the day, I'm all in on what the Jets are doing. It Playing the slow roll, understanding the situation, waiting for the intel to what they already have, and, and go from there. And I'm fine. And when it's pivot time, then you pivot. No, There's no reason to pivot until
2: yet. Until you wait no too reason. long. No, it's not going to happen. So the question I asked to start the show was, well, how long are you waiting? As long as it takes. As long as it takes. Yes. So if this goes until, I don't know,
1: March. March what? <laughs> March 7th is free agency, so March what? So, that's important. So March 15th. A it's weekend. not going to go to March 15th.
2: I, you hope not. It's not. Because if it does, that's when you really get screwed. Because then Derek Carr is most certainly gone.
1: Jimmy G, I don't know where Jimmy G is Do you gonna, really Anna. think that we won't have a story, a real reputable story by March 15th? What Rodgers intends yeah. to do. Look, I, I think I have it by next week. I, I,
2: it, it, we should. If, we will. But, he, but there's no, there's no Pat McAfee any longer. That's all right. There's other people in the world. But does he talk to anybody? Does he trust anybody else? I don't know. Oh. Like you know, the Pat McAfee thing maybe was good for him. I, I'd love to. Come on, Aaron. Come on. We can get uh We can get, a, we can get you. A, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a platform, especially yeah, sure. if you're coming here. You can't pay anything. Uh, nah, exactly. Mean, what was he make for McAfee? A quarter of a million.
1: Two fifty, something like that. We could buy a bacon, egg, and cheese, baby. I don't even know if you <laughs> eat that. You He'd probably <laughs> But but if he doesn't, if we don't have
2: clarity, and all of a sudden everybody's gone, I just I can just see the Jets just being in hell, like real preseason hell. Now maybe things correct themselves by the time we get to August, and you know the season comes around, and mm-hmm. we get all these other reports about whatever else has happened. But it, for right now, the immediate reaction if you the Jets get nobody is going to be ugly.
1: Ozzie is in Woodbridge. We get back to you on the fan Tiki and Tierney. Ozzie, what's going on, buddy? What up, Oz?
0: what's up gentlemen how you doing all's good good
2: yeah it's all right go ahead Rogers
0: rogers is big on zen and
2: in touch with his feelings and brujeria and all that other stuff that he's into and we know he
1: needs to be happy where he's at or we've seen the results if he's not it's like it's not a good uh it's a dysfunctional situation Captain Caveman, where do you think Captain Caveman? You were talking about cartoons yesterday with you Where do you think Captain
2: Caveman? What a great cartoon, by the way. Fantastic. Really Captain
1: Caveman. Wants-
2: that was a good one. And what was that other thing? Where
1: does he, he want to be? I don't know.
2: Where? Does- I think he I, wants to be in Green Bay. I think, honestly, I think he wants to stay in Green no, Bay. I don't think
1: he Bacon. does. I uh, well. Do see. I know, World. Steve, obviously, thanks for the call. I don't know where he wants to be, mm-hmm. but I don't think he wants to be in Green Bay. I don't know. Listen, Vegas is a real option. Yeah, his buddy's out there. Tennessee, I guess. I, I'm not saying he wants the. I I think he's done with the Packers. I think. Didn't think about the way he walked off the field.
2: Yeah. No, it was
1: we way- forget about this. No, not at all. He's not retiring. I don't
2: he's definitely not retiring. And how anticlimactic would that be? I'd be so annoyed just for wasting dude. everybody's time with well, this also, to be retired. But also I I wonder if he thinks about this. I wonder if he thinks about if he retires this year and it's the same year as Tom Brady retiring. They come up for the Hall of Fame together and what year would that be? So this would be it'd be Five years from now, whatever it is, right? They come up to the Hall of Fame together, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a second fiddle. To he Tom actually Brady.
1: addressed that. Didn't he address that? On yeah, that? He, he didn't d- care about he doesn't that. He didn't
2: care, but, I mean, he doesn't care now. Yeah. But in five years from now, when they're talking about, yeah, Tom Brady's a no-brainer mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers is too, but he's putting two quarterbacks in. They probably would both go in at the same time.
1: Well, let, let me challenge you on that. If you're Tim Brown, well, I mean, Tim Brown, it took Tim forever to Tim get forever. in. Tim let me sit. If wouldn't you? Isn't there value going into the Hall of Fame with an all-timer rather than like? Would you rather go in with Steve Largent? No disrespect, or Jerry Rice? If uh, you're yeah. another receiver, yeah, Jerry you can get obscured by Rice's shadow or he can elevate you mm-hmm. based on that class. Good point.
2: I don't know. And, and at the end of the day, you're you're there. So it doesn't matter when, you, know. when you ultimately went in. We, so, I mean, we, we we make it out that these guys are so petty. They're not. And especially when they I, I know, know, know they they're are. especially when they know they're going to be in. I mean, he's four time MVP. Right. So it's not like he was uh, Is he a good quarterback or not. No, he's a great quarterback, period. So yeah. he's going in the Hall of Fame. I, I do but think. But I also think he's not done. Like, there's certain players you watch and you just say, oh, he's done, man. <laughs> he's just did done. He like done at the end. Yeah, he just didn't. Peyton and and was it wasn't Peyton's fault. Peyton wobbling, had a, ne- a uh, bad neck injury. Yeah. He lost some, I don't know, some his sh- nerves were compromised. Yeah, his grip strength, was compromised. All yeah. that stuff. Yep. That's not Aaron Rodgers. No. He doesn't look done no. at all. And so the only way he doesn't play is if he just doesn't care about going through the grind
1: anymore. And I I don't feel that. I don't feel it either. You know, and by the way, I think that there are like the great, great ones, like the MJs, the Kobe's, the Tigers, the Brady's, the Peyton's, Jeter Mm -hmm. at the end. I do think they're not the Jeter's quite that, but in terms of competitive spirit and all that, I think there are certain athletes who latch on to anything as motivation to continue going, but I don't. But I think. But that's not pettiness. That's just. That's just a a, a next level. I'm all, I, I need another challenge. Yeah. I, I don't think that they look at. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be introduced on the same dais as Tom Brady. Yeah. And I'm not gonna get the same uh, thunderous applause because he's better than me. I don't think they look at that. I think they look at Super Bowls or. Maybe, and we've said this a few times on the air, maybe Rodgers looks at what Brett Favre couldn't do here, possibly is motivation, possibly, possibly. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think he's done either. I saw yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. It was a two-minute video compilation. Now, to be fair, I've also seen this on Zach Wilson Uh, who's and Zach's wideouts actually did have a very high drop rate among the top in the NFL, yeah, which stunk, uh, which hurt him. And like adjusted numbers, the completion percentage would have been like 62-3, so much, much better. But this video that I saw of Rodgers was two minutes of lowlights of guys dropping passes. I mean, a couple would have been like 70-yard touchdowns, yeah. And you look at his numbers, which were definitely pedestrian compared to Rogers's MVPs and other, mm-hmm. you know, but you factor in the thumb injury, a relative dearth of, of talent around yep. him, or at least polished talent. Yep. And then guys dropping balls yeah, left I mean, and right, of, I mean, one of them was like he week, could still play. One
2: of them was week one or two, Christian Watson. Remember, he yes, died Yes, yeah, Watson open. was definitely one of he them. He was wide open. Oh, it was, yeah. It was a 60-something-yard touchdown. Yes, I mean, he dropped it. Yes. And that's when he started expressing some frustration with the young guys not being on the same page type <laughs> yeah. of thing. But it's like, all right, but you weren't around in the offseason to get on the same
1: page with those. So is it them or is it you? What are the fears about Rodgers? And Joe Kletko said this to our buddy Zach Elba last night. I know that um, I know that he was on with Boomer and Jill this morning. I, I was already here, so I didn't get to hear most of it. Mm-hmm. He may have reiterated this, but he definitely said it. Would, Zach sent me a text last night where Klecko said that, you know, he doesn't want Rodgers on the Jets because he thinks that – and now I p- kind of just put words, but I, I'm just capturing the gist of what was said and not the exact quote. Yeah. But that he's, yeah, he's, he doesn't assimilate necessarily, and, you know, how would guys like – Garrett Wilson and the other young receivers respond that when he chirps at him for running the wrong route, then he's not necessarily all invested and in all that. Yeah. I don't you think if Aaron Rodgers came here, you think he'd pull that right away? Well, I even, don't think so. But even I if, think he tried to ingratiate himself. I, I think you're right
2: about that, but I think even if he did try to pull that, it's Aaron Rodgers. I think these guys, would they're young enough to, to know that they're getting um, intel or coaching or whatever you want to call it from one of the best players to ever do it. And I, so I th- I think that supersedes the insult that Aaron Rodgers is yelling at you. So I don't I don't think that is as big of an issue as it as it could be made out to be. Mm-hmm. I, don't,
1: I don't I wouldn't worry about that at all. Here's the quote quote He's a great player, MVP three times. Is he a four of them? Was that three or four? I think he's got four. I think, but I think Joe said three. Yeah. Either way. Uh, but when he didn't have the perfect arrangement with the receivers and game plan and line, his attitude is condescending so much to the player. Hmm. He didn't want to come back to the huddle and all. I can't see Garrett, who he won Rookie of the Year for Offensive Player. I can't see him. and This is still part of the quote. Yeah. I can't see him coming back to the huddle and Rodgers lambasting him for running the wrong route. It's not going to fit. I just don't see it. And then Klecko said, a guy like Carr, this is a quote, he was an all-pro he hasn't been an MVP, but he's had some great years. But I can't see them going after a guy who's had all his years and had his way. And when it doesn't turn out his way, he goes dark. I can't see it. End quote. Now, I love Joe. We've had Joe on. I'll be in Canton. You'll be there for ronde I'll be there for Rondé as well. I'll also be there for Joe and Revis. Um, but... I totally disagree with Joe here. I think I... It's two different points. I think you're right. It's one thing to say... It's almost like he's talking for Woody. That exact... Yeah, we finished the thought. Exactly, We're so saying the same... That's exactly so what I was thinking. So he's
2: talking for Woody while Woody is saying the
1: the opposite
2: of what he's saying. Yes. And so, it, I get it. If you can get Aaron Rodgers, you don't do it. But what I've been saying for a week now is that I just don't have any indication or belief... Aaron Rodgers wants to come to the New York Jets. And so I don't want the Jet and Jet fan to be so committed to someone who's going to let them down. And it's not even, it's not even Aaron Rodgers letting the Jets down. It's just him choosing to do what he wants to do. But we've built this up we so have. much. We have. That if he but does, not irresponsibly. Not irresponsibly. But think. if it doesn't happen well, we'll and, just, you're, and you're
1: stuck with the same situation. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I hope not. I I really hope not. There's no chance that's going to happen. I hope not. Take that one to the bank. Not happening. Trust your partner on that one, please. Okay. I mess up a lot of things. (laughs) Rodgers might not happen, but worst case scenario is not happening. I can promise you that. You're going to go... Steal Daniel Jones. I right, Listen, at that point, it wouldn't surprise me if he calls up his old franchise and engages the Ravens for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. The Jets are not starting next season with Jacoby Brissett or some scrub.
2: Yeah, I think Lamar is an interesting case as well because I've been reading a lot about what's going to happen there. The the Ravens have screwed this up so badly because they're just not willing. It's not the money. They just don't want to guarantee it. Like, well, then it is the money. But the, Yes, I agree, All but right, they just well, don't want to guarantee it. Well, but then the, it is the, the money. I, I think the number is right. It's not the number, of, not the amount of money. Get with the, with the number means nothing. It's, it's guaranteed. The, it's that's the guarantee. Matters. So the guarantee of the money. And so they're likely to franchise him. Uh-huh. If there's anybody that's getting franchised, it's Lamar Jackson. And there's a thought he might sit out. And so he can either, two things can happen after you franchise a guy. You franchise him, and he has until whatever the deadline is, I can't remember what it is, to sign it. And during that time, you negotiate, you try to negotiate a new contract. Mm-hmm. The other thing, and this would take coordination, if you, if you, you know he's not going to sign a long-term deal, you franchise him, you get him to sign it, and then you
1: trade him. Mm-hmm. That's
2: the only way to do a sign-and-trade. Would, would that and be
1: non-exclusive? Th- that would be the two, with the two picks attached to it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. obviously, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Or you, do you determine the comp? But he has to sign I know it. he has to, so he's got to consent. He's got to consent but to But do this. you determine the comp, or is it definitely the two picks? I, it's definitely the two picks. Okay. okay. Or uh, yeah, because the
2: franchise tag travels with you when you go. So then they, whoever they sign him with, has the franchise tag on him. Okay. Okay. So right. there's many things that can happen with Lamar Jackson.
1: I, I just feels like it's getting uglier and uglier. <laughs> I got a question for you. Th- this stuff like. Oh, David, I, I don't want to go through this quarterback stuff every year with the Jets, and uh, yeah, we don't want to go why, through this every this year is, with the Giants. Is, this
2: is why I don't think you need to <laughs> to hammer in on
1: Aaron Rodgers because it's going to happen in two years. Not if you not if you resuscitate Zach Wilson, it's mm-hmm. not. But anyway, I don't even want to go yeah. down to Zach Wilson yeah. road right now. My question to you is this: Generally, any conversation is good, like mm-hmm. fan engagement, yeah. NBA free agency, LeBron, Amari, Bosch, Dwayne Wade, all that stuff. That's generally fun, right? And like the old model of sports radio used to be calling up, dissecting bullpen moves, yep, uh, managerial decisions, and that's, that's antiquated. I yep. mean, I'm not saying there's never a spot for it in a big spot, but that's not the way you run shows anymore. That's not going to work. You're not going to do well. Uh, it's more about conversations around the game, even in local to an extent, mm-hmm. right? Except on Monday after a football game. Do you think that there's an expiration point for the average NFL fan with the quarterback carousel? Like, do you think that this is enjoyable? If mm. this is the new trend every year, there's 10 situations. you yeah. think we'd get tired of this? I think we would. Fatigue? I think we
2: would. And I think the only reason it's acceptable right now, and it's a good question, is because it's a changing of the guard. Right, The old, so Big Ben's gone, you know, just retired. Drew Brees. Eli a couple of years ago. There's a change. Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, all of these guys that we got really used to. Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. All these guys we got really used to watching and, you know, oh, these guys are going to be competing. They're going to be postseason. You know, future, potential future Hall of Famers. Like, all of those guys are starting to retire. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are the last of the, of the bunch, really. And so we've kind of known that. And so these young players are coming in. Some of them are going to hit. Trevor Lawrence, Justin uh, um, uh, Herbert, Herbert, Justin Herbert, like some of these guys are going to hit, some of them are going to bust, uh-huh. and and, dis- and so we're, I think we're okay because it's a transition period, makes sense from that old guard to some of these new players now. But if
1: it if it And you only transition, so it's cyclical, right? But if this goes for five
2: years, where there's like like six or seven starting quarterbacks, like established starting quarterbacks moving to different teams, then it gets frustrating.
1: I agree with that, but don't you think now the younger players, and that might not hit for a little bit down the road, but now Mahomes, now there's a blueprint. Oh, Brady didn't finish with the Pats, Mm -hmm. and uh, let's say if Rodgers leaves, uh, he didn't finish with the Packers, or uh, Peyton didn't finish with the Colts, like... There's now, that's like almost the new model, like NBA free agency, NBA super teams. They're almost, that's almost part of the, the mindset for young quarterbacks potentially.
2: But I think that the, I think that the money has changed so much and it's hard, it's hard to like fully express this, but when you go from making, you know, five years, less than five years ago, the top end was $25 million a year, $25 million is a lot of money. It's CEO money. And these kids are making it, these quarterbacks are making it for five or six years. And it's like, all right, we're good. To now making $50 million, right? You're outpacing inflation by 30, 40, 50%, right? Nice. Yeah. So you're outpacing the cost of living. So that if you make so much money in one place, like Pat Mahomes is contracted to make a half a billion dollars, you're not worried about going to, and you've already won two championships, you're likely to win another one in the next two or three years. He, like, when it's done for him in Kansas City, I think it's just done for him because he's going to have made so much money. Whereas before, you'd kind of hang on, you know, and maybe maybe I'll try to win another championship,
1: but I only got one. I didn't – I mean, I, I could use another paycheck. Like, you don't – like, I think the Plus money is – Plus, you can monetize, changed. like, when you fin- – with one team back then, your whole career, I think there was an avenue to monetize that stint. Yes, yes. But if you make all the money that you just alluded to, and we all know the money – and that monetization is offset because it's peanuts compared to what you made on the contract. It's 100% correct. Interesting.
2: All so right. I, I think the money has changed. It's gotten to the point where it's it's not quite basketball, but it's getting there. Where these guys are making multiple generational money. Yep, yep. Not just like, oh, I'm good. I, my kids are good. Like, we got college and all this stuff paid for. It's multiple generational funds these guys are starting to, to earn.
1: Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. 337 Tiki and Tierney here the Fan Coming up next yankee tickets chance to qualify for the grand prize to go down to tampa and watch the yankees get
0: ready for action we have you until two and then it's Cartner roberts on the fan hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: This was the other day, and I I thought it was interesting the way Aaron Judge actually, oh, Oh, see that swish. I saw it. Crossed the room. Swish. That's That's because I have good peripheral. Well, that's just a foreshadow (laughs) of what's going to happen Friday for the Knicks. Swish. (laughs) Across the room. That's a long shot that I just nailed. It is. You're You're also always the miss it the first one I've hit in about 10. You always miss it. I do. That's why the Jets sucked at the end of the year. Oh, Jets. I did jinx <laughs> I Remember that? Make this true. the Jets are winning uh. by 12. All right, shh. There's new people to the show. Maybe they didn't hear that. They're going to hold it against me. Bush. Um, so, Judge was asked about, you know, setting the career high with home runs mm-hmm. in 62. And he was asked about the possibility of matching or topping them. Now, before I read what he said, how do you think he should have answered that? I think he should, I think he should have answered it. Um, I'm always
2: going to give my best, and I know I'm going to be good. Maybe not reach it, but we'll
1: see. In the neighborhood, Tiki. All right. What did he say? You never know, Judge told reporters. I don't really like putting a number on it. I just kind of like going out there and trying to control what I can control. But you never know what could happen. Mm. So we'll see about 62. Mm. And, um, not exactly running from it. No, he's not. <laughs>
2: and we'll definitely see with this new sh- pitch clock. Uh-huh. Guy's getting flustered and throwing me meatballs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because he can turn. He turns so quick. Oh, God. As bad as lightning. So fast. Mui Kruin, oh, he is. You know, I mean, I can't imagine. I'm not saying he's going to have the numbers that Babe Ruth had, but can somebody explain to me, like, how did the the difference in Babe Ruth, like, mm-hmm. compared to his peers? I know it's it's a big stretch of what I'm about to say, but loosely interpreted, like if you're a young kid, right, and you watched Babe Ruth back then, you know, dead ball, and Babe Ruth hitting more home runs than teams combined, and just this monster physical stature, yeah, like Aaron Judge has to loosely translate it, kind of come across the same way, yeah, because Babe was like. How big was he? I think he, he was 6'3". Six, 6'2", six, like 2'15". That's big. There's no way he was 2'15". He had to be at least 2'50", Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah so, two, two th- whatever. So in, Dude, I'm 2'20". In, er-
2: in the early, you know, 20th century, early 1900s, yeah. that's enormous. Oh, it's huge. <laughs> enormous. You're
1: 6'3"? Well, think about the <laughs> the old seats. What was, You've been to Wrigley. Yeah. Uh, uh, sadly, I, thats uh, criminal. Yeah. Uh, but I've been. But to even, Fenway, even Fenway and Comer and uh, yeah. Tiger Stadium—they're the older t- they ones. They're tight, dude. Why were they? Why were <laughs> they? They were built t- turn of the century yeah, for a 5'7 7 average man. Correct. So that tells you all you need to know about and, how and
2: Babe Ruth is strolling up to the plate. He's six-three, two forty. Uh huh. He's got to look like a and giant. Cack like Wilson's five-seven. I mean, it's Casey at the bat, right? But he probably didn't. think about Eddie Goodell, yeah—the the, the little guy who was put up there.
1: By Vec. Um, so, I, I mean, like, is Judge, I don't know, he's got to be.
2: I mean, think about some of these seasons Babe Ruth had. Oh, I know. And, and, hit, hit us up. Ahead, so let's have a look. in 1920 okay. 1920. okay. 1920. Yeah. This was his first explosive season, even though he led the league in 1918 with 11 home runs. Okay. But in 1920,
1: he had 54 home 1918 runs. 1918 with the Red Sox? 1918. He, he had 11 home runs. Uh, that's which, the last year the Red Sox won the World Series, right? Before 1918 was there was the yeah that was the that was, it was, yeah it was, it was the curse. curse yeah. And then he had 11 to lead baseball 11?
2: 11. That's bolded wonder, 11. Wow. And then he had 29 the next year for the Red Sox.
1: What, what yeah, I'm gonna look. What year did Fenway open? I think it was. It's a I'll, good question. You have I'll, to look you that. have to look it up. So what is it, Did only he ever won
2: over the monster? Only one MVP by the way in his career, which is crazy. Well, I don't know if they had it every year. True, but it had it at, and they had it in 23 and he played for another
3: They only let you in once yeah. at oh, that point. Is that right? Is that, yes. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't I That I, sounds like something they would do now. No, no, you already won it. We have to give somebody that, else a chance That is here. an interesting we don't want to rattle fact their confidence
2: and a good injection. Dove, because I had no idea. I would not have guessed that. Me neither. Dove, that is the
1: best thing you've ever contributed to this show. <laughs> well, so, anyways, that's a 50... timely, succinct, uh, historically accurate Provided yes. you're accurate. Yes. You probably double 1920, 54
2: home <laughs> runs. Okay. 1921, 59. Um, runs. I couldn't do what Judge did. And, yeah, <laughs> and then he had 40, 41, 46, 47, 60 yeah. in 1927, 54, 1928. And these were all with the Yankees, obviously, uh, from this point on. So, I mean, he just, he just had, he was mashing heads and heels above anybody else in Major League Baseball. What
1: was his uh, best
2: OPS? His uh, best OPS of his career? Yeah, and he one was year one, not, for, not for his whole career. For Was one 3 Seven one thirty eight basically one thirty eight. That was in nineteen twenty. The year he hit 54 135 RBIs that year. I mean, he led. A, he it, it The bold is like the whole. yeah. No, it's, it's so it's but, to, but to your point, relative to his peers, this is what you were asking about with Judge hitting home runs and his you know his his on base percentage versus you know his, with slugging. It's just it's just rocketing away. But I think Babe Ruth the gap was probably
1: even more significant. It had to have been. It was because again, just the the sheer physical stature now the disparity between Ruth physically and statistically, but just mm-hmm. for the sake uh physically was it had to be more stark than than judge because even Stanton is a beast, yeah yeah, you
3: know yeah what I mean? there's like other this...
2: guys that are big and strong, yeah,
1: and... we've almost become desensitized
2: mm-hmm. to muscle yeah as, and it's not like it's not it's not as if these guys you know, nowadays are 6'8", but there's some guys that look really damn impressive in a baseball uniform. Mm -hmm. Even like Alec Manny
1: Machado. He's just a big, big big-looking player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm hold- what am I holding up here, Teak? Baseball. No, no, not the... the, the yeah, no, but what is yeah. it? It's actually a literally a what? Yeah, it's a magazine. It's a magazine. Like a baseball magazine. I can't remember the last time I've read a magazine. Mm. I can't remember it, and I stumbled upon this today. Where was it? It was... You know how we... Well, you know, but for, we have this area in the bullpen, right? Mm-hmm. The newsroom here at the fan, where, like, if they send stuff to the producers, and maybe you don't want, like, T-shirts or... Coffee mugs, whatever. It could be a bunch of stuff. That If it's there, it's it's obviously, you could take it. Yeah. You know, if it's free, give me three. So I'm walking by today, and I see this magazine, Baseball Digest, 2023 season preview. I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> and then I look at it, says Al Dukes. And then it's got, you know, WFAN address, 345 Hudson. If I said 10 guesses, like give me 10 names of anybody on the air, off the air, here at the fan, that would have their name... On a baseball digest magazine. Would anybody say Al Dukes? I would not. No way. Al Dukes would have I was stunned. Would have picked that. He'd say Evan first. Yeah. I'd probably be on the list.
0: (laughs) Nah. Uh, However many people work here, he would be that total. That would be my guess. He might be dead last. Yeah. Like legitimately. Yeah. So, That's shocking.
1: Yeah, shocking to the point that even though it was in the free column, I popped my head and I'm like, "Dude, are you sure you don't want this?" <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: to make sure. Yeah, it feels like he almost ordered it like specifically. You <laughs> yeah. know,
1: so I want to make sure it wasn't like inadvertently put there. Al Dukes, Baseball Digest. Nice. Look out! <laughs> by the way, he's putting his hat in the ring for the Yankee job. You hear him? You Hear him mean? this morning coming in? Oh, I heard. Yeah, he wants I heard to do the, some uh, baseball the, play, the, by play by, by play. play. <laughs> we should all do that this summer. I got to get in a booth at some, but even if it's minor league, I have a little fun with that. Have a little fun. See, see, that's the difference. Like a good partner. here Tiki wouldn't do that. You are a good partner, but you wouldn't do this for me. Mm-hmm. So as he was making his push to get in the Yankee booth, Recco, who's awesome, Jerry's like, you know what? I'll join you. I'll do it on the arm. I'll be your color guy. Okay. You would never say that. You I'm you right. actually, you said the opposite. You said if the Yankees ever let us do a game, that you wouldn't even fly to Minnesota with me to do it. is going to do a minor league game for free.
2: Why would you do a game for free? Because he's a good guy. Yeah, but that's just like you're taking money out of your
1: pocket. But he's putting someone else.
2: Oh, for Al. Well, Al's going to get paid. Jerry's oh, like, you know,
1: listen, I'll help you out because Jerry does play-by-play, Rutgers, Cowboys. You know, he does a lot of stuff. So he's he's very so, uh, so Rec, Columbia back in the day. So
2: Rec would put himself in an uncomfortable position doing something he doesn't regularly do. Not
1: unco- no Reco could handle. It. I'm not sure if he's great at plays baseball play-by-play, but I know he'd be at the bare minimum function. He his his intention was to help. I'll navigate a baseball broadcast
2: Because do, do it's tricky Do you need my help Navigating a baseball no, no. broadcast? Exactly you you,
1: You've done it You, do, you used <laughs> to do I, college
2: no, games I've done baseball play-by-play
1: Oh, you're not play-by-play You used to do Analyst. color Yeah
2: I don't Ooh, need your help it doesn't mean Sports I Sports Network Yeah, TV yeah.
1: But it doesn't mean I don't want your company mm. yeah, Jim. But you're not going to offer it but So I'm going to beg I, for of, it
2: Of course I would do it for
1: you, dude You wouldn't come to Minnesota To do the Yankees?
2: Not to Minnesota Ah, jeez If it's like local no, no, I I'll know. go you over. See you see I, with here. I'll soon? go over to the Bronx,
1: to the Bronx, I'll go to the Bronx. Oh man, <laughs> Keep they ain't doing anything. Uh, I would love to do anything. Oh, evening. that would be great. <laughs> I would do anything they for have that. Games, oh, they have anything.
2: games in Flora Park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's some nice turf fields in these suburbs. <laughs> this week is flying, but I think next week is going to be crawling. Mm. As we wait for these uh, well, these Rogers little well, Basketball will be back at flares. least next week. Basketball will be back next week. It's back tomorrow. Yep. Actually, what uh, Saturday's the 50th anniversary. Uh, the Knicks are celebrating the 73 championship team. Oh, is that right? Last championship team. That's not Last yet. one. Oh, that's cool. My goodness. Is that the Nets game? Uh, no, the Nets is Tuesday or Wednesday. It's mid- what is it, oh, is it Wednesday? It's the Pelicans but game. The, but the Nets, I believe it's uh, Wednesday the next it's
0: week. It's the 3rd. The third, so I think that's Wednesday. It's definitely
1: midweek, yeah. Knicks play tomorrow, Saturday, and then uh, Nets during the week. So I'm looking forward to getting basketball back. I Mm -hmm. mean, there's a void here. There really is.
2: I'm watching college basketball. My Virginia Cavaliers, maybe the worst top ten team in history. Mm. I'm joking. But you get beat by Boston College,
1: 63 to 48. Boy, BC used to be (sighs) so good. You don't remember this probably. You weren't paying attention as much like when the Big East early, early. Mm -hmm. BC used to be really good. Basketball-wise? Yeah, man. And like Dana Barrows was uh, was a phenomenal lead guard, and uh, uh, what was his name? Um, oh God, Billy Curley, oh, this big uh, big white guy he was pretty good. Not not much in the NBA at all, but they they were really Donnie Abrams. Mm-hmm. They were a good team. BC, and then I, I, it's, it's just a tough. And they that is a school that just does not feel like the ACC. No, at all. It doesn't
2: really fit. Ugh. But it's been there for now. It's been a while. At least ten years. Yeah, right? I was gonna say at, at least, least a decade because they came in when tech did. Yeah, and yeah, it's at least a decade. But you're right; it doesn't feel doesn't feel right. Yeah, tech kind of kind of makes makes its way as a. ACC team, but even they don't really feel like an ACC team. Gonna be any juice this sports Madness here? It's I mean, gonna Kentucky's be Kentucky's down, high, Carolina's
1: man. down, Duke is down.
2: Houston's the only good team. Alabama's, as you just heard in the sports minute from, was that Rash? No, that was, that was a sports. Oh, yeah, with yeah. Sean, yeah, yeah. With Sean Morash, yep. I mean, they got a serious issue with their best player. No,
1: uh, they should have no issue. We shouldn't be playing. No And doubt. Oates at this point should be ashamed of the way he's Oates communicating this, gross, this situation. Grossly. Kentucky, Jesus. Kentucky is beatable. And by the way, the situation for those who don't know, uh, Brandon Williams, who is uh, outstanding mm-hmm. and going to be a top five pick. Uh, he, he, he's playing, uh, and their head coach Oates just continues to
3: go what, what did Miller. I say? You I'm sorry. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm thinking of St. John's. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, Miller, Miller, my, my bad I knew that didn't sound right. Uh, he's playing and he's a top five NBA pick prospect for sure. And one of his former teammates killed somebody. Yep and apparently it was Miller's gun, and there was text messages. Now I know that there's the police. Well, as they well, uncovered this, it, it, it seems less.
2: I, I dug into this a little bit yesterday because I was trying to understand why Nate Oates was getting so much heat. So the, the problem w- from a legal standpoint is that they don't have anything to charge Brandon Miller with because his former teammate told him to bring him his gun. Texted it to him. Texted it to him. Brandon Miller brings this this guy his gun. The guy then gives the gun to someone else who kills a girl, right? So there is accessory for his friend, but not you. It's not really. For There's him. no accessory to the
1: accessory. Exactly. Of the crime, is what you're saying. so
2: yeah, it's it's convoluted. Can't be on the court. But I agree. He, but he dropped 41 last I don't night. care. If he so dropped the thousand and one. He I, can't I, be on but, the court. But see, that's the issue. At some point, somebody.
1: Above, Yeah, it's called the school president, who yeah. has scruples. Above, above Nate Oates yeah. is going to make this determination that he can't play. That's not even the athletic director. If, if the AD can't, I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a give me. That's a two-foot, that's a two-inch tap-in. Nobody's missing that except Alabama. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. And then you go through UCLA and Kansas. They're beatable. Purdue's lost three times already. Virginia just lost to BC. Yeah, yeah. It's just It's just not a ton of, it's
1: not a ton of, like. No, there's not. I just wanted one more thought on Oates, like. He sounds so insensitive. Mm-hmm. Last night, because he hits the game winner on a driving layup, right? And Oates is asked after the game, and he's like, yeah, you know, this young man has been through so much. And, mm-hmm. like, he's crediting his resilience. I know he didn't shoot her, so he shouldn't. Yeah. We have to have separation and between again, the true criminals. And, again, criminal there's, and, no way to good char- God. there's no way to charge him. I if, understand that. But, but. you, If you elect to allow him to play, which I would not. If I'm the university now, the university might get sued because he he can't he's not getting charged with the crime. Mm -hmm. I'll take my chance. I'm going to put pause on this for a little bit. okay? but you have to position this much more delicately and much more sensitively. Uh, You know, you make it seem like the young man came back from his parent died Mm -hmm. of natural causes at the age of 77. And which is obviously said or, 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 you know, God forbid earlier with cancer, something happens. But it's the normal cycle of life, and he's just persevering through inner turmoil. I mean, his teammate shot somebody and killed somebody, and you yeah. gained the gun.
2: Yeah, and it, it, there's no, there's no, there's, the, those facts are true. But the reality, and this is why Oates has got his back, is that there's not a legal case. There's a moral case for sure. There's not a legal case, and he scored four more points than the rest of the entire team last night when they won 78 to 76. Mm hmm. Over South Carolina. In okay. South Carolina. So if
1: it was a walk-on who supplied the gun to the accessory of the crime. He'd exactly. So why the double standard? I know the answer. We we all know the Disgraceful,
2: answer. though. We all know the answer. I, the, the, I just the more this they stuff, try to defend it, yeah. the worse it sounds.
1: I agree. I look at this stuff. I always try to put myself in the shoes of if this was my school. Mm-hmm. I went to Marist. You went Virginia. We're both incredibly close to our schools. We love it. It's it's so important to me. Uh There is no way I would support a Marist player. Being on a court or a field, if this same exact story happened, mm-hmm. and I know he didn't commit the crime, I, I get that. Yeah. But perceptually, it is just deprived the morality. There's not an absolute yeah, morality. Be, there's got to be
2: some sort of penalty here, and and not I don't even know what, what it accomplishes other than getting him out of the news cycle, and you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah in making it. Because we're going to talk about this. You can't. I mean, we're talking about just random how crazy the in- March Madness is going to be because teams aren't good. Yeah. This
1: story is more important than that. 100%. That's why I'm bringing it up. I mean, it's not a lead. You're not going to do it on the fan here, but you're not going to start an hour with this necessarily. But it's just imagine if this was any team. Imagine if this was St. John's. Mm-hmm. I mean, as bad a season as St. John's has had, they still generate as much attention as any basketball school in the, in, in the area. Um, you know, their back page, front page stuff when they're good or bad or, or, or when they have program issues, which they had, you know, back in the day, or if this was Rutgers, I mean, Rutgers is a terrific team. Uh, if this was Seton Hall, this would be huge and we would lead with it at that point. This is despicable. It really is. But the fact that college kids have guns, I
2: know that's the
1: other they part feel like they need them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah,
2: I don't know, man. And why that's a solution to whatever the issue was. I don't and I have no idea I don't, I don't know I don't, what pretend what I don't to know what went on with this murder what, why it was why
1: it was committed or what? I don't know, but there's a one of the best players in college basketball is associated with it. When you are the head coach of any program, let alone a big program at a big school, you are a liaison for the entire university, mm-hmm. which means not only the basketball team that you coach, but every alum, every professor, everybody who stepped foot on that campus. And multiple times Oates has been incredibly insensitive and um just almost blind mm-hmm. to the story. It's just not an ounce of sensitivity. It's really it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty-six is our number. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Uh, We have until two Carter Roberts coming up after us. We'll come back. We'll get these calls, right, though? We'll get it here? Yep. We'll come back. We'll get back to you calls. Again, 877-337-6666.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
3: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.